0: Welcome to the Better Bodies Podcast. My name's Bria Wanamaker, and I'm your host. I'm a personal trainer and a therapist, and I'm also working on healing my relationship with fitness food and body image, and I'm so happy that you're here on this journey to do the same. You're going to hear from guest experts and women just like you and me who share their expertise and life experiences in order to help us find balance, ease, and joy in our lives. Welcome, let's dive on in. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Better Bodies podcast. You know what day it is. It's Fuel Up Fridays. Okay, so I am really pumped to bring you this episode um, because I love talking about mental health and ways to support our mental and physical well-being and the Mind-Body Connection and just ways that are skills and tools that you can have to participate in your life to your fullest ability, your truest self-expression that comes through, because I think that's what we all really want and truly desire. And, you know, when people say they're looking for happiness or they're looking for success, that's a big part of it. If not, the sole focus should be on how do I practice integrity, how Am I true to myself and my values in all these different situations and areas and with all these different titles that I have and hats that I wear and roles that I play? How can I be myself in all these situations? Because that's what feels really good to us versus trying to quote unquote, fake it till you make it or putting on a facade and, or just adjusting your behavior to match the personality of those around you. So we all know that that doesn't Feel good that leads to anxiety and stress and rumination. So, I love being able to bring you this free content with mental health tools and coping strategies. And so, today we are going to chat about somatic symptoms. So, what that is is when you're feeling emotions that you know maybe you've Repressed or just haven't spent the time acknowledging or experiencing. You know, the saying like, you gotta feel it to heal it, um, and you haven't necessarily done that work. And so those emotions or feelings um, turn into a mood or turn into personality traits, and they're kind of hardwired into us. And maybe they even come out as pain or physical discomfort or some sort of symptom like having a headache, a nauseous tummy, maybe you have IBS or diarrhea or um, like indigestion. I know it was a big one for me in the past when I was going through times of stress, I would have a lot of indigestion and heartburn and I wanted to relate it to foods often, um, but here we are a couple years later and I'm able to eat all of those foods and do all the things that I thought, you know, were causing the heartburn and ingestion. Um, and it was really severe. Like some nights I couldn't eat dinner. I would be starving and so hungry and try and eat dinner, but nothing would like go down. And I was literally in the fetal position, like, because yeah, there was no comfortable position to get this heartburn and indigestion to subside. So that was a side note. (laughs) But yeah, so other symptoms might look like headaches or joint pain, muscle aches, back pain is a big one. And I'm not saying at all that these symptoms are purely related to your mental health and to your emotional intelligence Um, of course please go get checked out by a doctor go see a medical health professional if you have you know a relationship with an acupuncturist or a chiropractor or honestly your family doctor or whoever it is that you trust as a medical professional go get checked out by them to make sure nothing is going on seriously, medically. Um, And then I'm saying in addition to getting um, getting that support from a physician, also we need to look at your lifestyle holistically. And so what that means is we often take on many demands, tasks, stressors, And these knock us out of homeostasis or balance. As an organism, we like to be in balance. And that that feels really good, right? Where we're not too low in our mood, um, we're not feeling lethargic or fatigued, and we're not too high either, like feeling manic or overly excited or like we can't focus on anything or give anything our full attention. We like to be in that sweet spot right in the middle where our, our central nervous system is balanced and relaxed and productive and motivated all at once. And, you know, we try our best through health practices to... Stay in that balance and in that flow, um, and you probably do some of these things already. You know, if you're feeling low energy, maybe you switch up your workout. You don't do something too intense, but you still get outside for a walk just to to keep that movement, but also not add more stress to your system. That's just the easiest example I could think of is with movement. Um, but yeah, so. We are designed, I've talked about this before, we're designed to be able to handle acute stress. So uh, smaller belts and not so much with the chronic stress, which is what we have um, designed our whole society around is chronic stress being available all the time Um, on our cell phones. We are just, people can call us, email us, text us, whenever. So that's, I think a really big stressor, um, we also feel like we need to be doing all the things and, you know, um, keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak, I think is, is something that is really taking a toll on us. And I also would relate that back to social media because as you know, we can see what everyone is doing all the time. So what we're doing in our perception is never good enough. So that's where um, this these somatic symptoms come in, right? Because we're not really giving ourselves the time of day to de-stress. And so instead, we are like popping Advil, Tylenol, whatever. Uh, if we have back pain and then we just go on with our lives and it's like, <laughs> did that even help? Like, it, Or is your back pain still there? Maybe there's something underlying. Like I said, maybe it's a medical concern and that you need to go to your doctor and get it checked out. And maybe your body is holding on to stress, emotional stress that you have not yet released or even addressed. And it's trying to tell you something. And this is your body's way of protecting you from taking on too much. And, you know, trying to hold you back when you won't hold yourself back, right? Or give yourself that rest or a breather. So basically... Um, what somatic symptoms are is a physical symptom that's related to your emotional state. It leads to distress and difficulty with your functioning. So it can be in any area of your life, work, home, personal, mental, physical, sexual, social. So any, any sort of setting, maybe you're experiencing discomfort, difficulty in functioning Um, you're often fixated or focused on that pain or discomfort, you know, like always focused on your back pain, always worried you're going to be nauseous. If you go somewhere, like maybe you have, um, medication in your purse at all times. Um, maybe you constantly have a headache and it really worries you. Like when the weather changes, then you're even more fixated on it. Um, Maybe it does or it doesn't have a medical explanation behind it. Um, and then the symptoms, so feeling this pain or discomfort, also has an impact on your thoughts and feelings and behaviors. For example, I can't do this. I can't do blank because I'm worried about the discomfort from my symptoms. You know, I can't work out today. Because I'm worried that my back will get worse. I can't go out for drinks with friends because I'm worried that I'll have nausea and diarrhea while I'm out. Um, so they're really impacting your life. And especially, you know, if it leads into things like work or sleep. I can't sleep for this X amount of hours because my arm is in pain. I can't work today because you know, I am really uncomfortable in my stomach or whatever it is, you get the point. So it really impedes on your life and you're constantly thinking about it um, and then acting in ways to escape that discomfort or yeah, just to, we we easily adapt and develop coping skills um, to We don't like being uncomfortable, right? So then we get behaviors that are like avoidance behaviors, you know, I'm not gonna do X, Y, and Z so that I can avoid this, rather than addressing the root cause of what's actually going on, or even you know, being willing to sit down and think about what the root cause might be. And I think too. Another thing is that we really don't give ourselves enough credit. You know, we work toward big milestones. We work toward planned out goals. And then at the exact same time, there's always unexpected changes along the way. And then we pretend that everything is perfect. Um, And then we move on to the next thing. And like, just stop for a minute and think about everything you've gone through in the past three months, six months, six months a year, two years, I can guarantee that so many things have changed for you that you have barely batted an eye at. And those things build up. And it's not that they're necessarily bad or stressful. Maybe they have been, but maybe they weren't. And you you feel grateful for the opportunities and, and changes that have happened in your life. I'm just saying that... As an organism, we like homeostasis and we like that balance. And so it does throw off our balance when there are changes. And then the thing that we need to do is just address that and acknowledge it and take and allow that time to ourselves to recharge in whatever way it is. And it's different for everybody. And so I think the most important piece here is to just... Be aware of everything that you've gone through. And like I said, acknowledge it. Sometimes that's the, it seems so simple, but when our pain comes through in other ways, our emotional pain that's being repressed, it it will always come through in other ways. It will always come through, you know, maybe you have um, meltdowns often, or you feel like you... um, can't control like you're crying you're it's uncontrollable crying uh when you're watching a show or see something on tv or hear a song that makes you upset or maybe you're irritable and grumpy with other people or maybe you have anger road rage that you feel is uncontrollable so it can come out those ways in our behavior and it can also come out in the way that we feel it in our bodies and i think that it's really important to Address this. So, you know, if you moved this past year, like that's a big deal. If your life has been affected by COVID, which it has changed for everybody, that's a big deal. If you're in school or taking a certification program for something, that's a big deal. If you're a mom, that's a big deal. If you have a, an ill family member, that's a big deal. Deal and even exciting milestones like planning a wedding, traveling, or starting a new job that you love and that you have wanted for and wished for for so long, this can cause stress and difficulty within your life. So please, 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 please stop telling yourself that it's not a big deal. And yeah, I think it's just. It's interesting because especially with gratitude we tell ourselves you know i should be grateful for this oh like i'm making so much more money at this job um i i should be grateful for this it's yes correct sure and do you have more responsibilities on your plate now is this taking up more of your time is it on your mind more often and not only that but it's just a shift You know, do you report to a new boss? Do you have new coworkers? Yes. And we are constantly, you know, trying to justify things like someone is worse off than I am. And yes, that is 100% true. And your pain and discomfort is still valid. Okay. So I wanted to give you a few tips to take a more proactive approach um, versus like waiting until you're burnt out and then taking one sick day three months after the you feel the burnout. So let's do like more of a proactive approach um, because it's not fun when somatic symptoms come through. And um, I personally wait for somatic symptoms to come out. And I sometimes, I'm gonna be fully honest here, like it because it then it gives me an explanation for the emotional pain that i have been in that i don't want to address and i think that our culture is really we still want to turn a blind eye to that we still don't want to acknowledge the role that stress and anxiety and demands and just a go 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 productivity is the best rest is for wieners i don't know (laughs) like Um, rest is for wieners. What? (laughs) But like, that's the vibe that our culture gives off. And so we try and pretend that it doesn't exist. So like, I know personally, like if I get a cold, sometimes I'm like, yes, like now I have an excuse to tell people, like, I can't go to that. I got to rest. Or like, um, when I sprained my ankles, I know that was a thing too. I was like, oh shoot, I shouldn't be working out. I have an injury. Um, and just like, but then really you're like, yes, like I need, I should be resting. And I had, um, I've done a podcast earlier in the season about having like a lung hernia and like my doctor checked for it and stuff. So there like was a medical explanation to it, but it has sort of just gone away on its own. And like, I don't know. I feel like that was definitely a somatic symptom of my body just being like, chill the heck out. Um, so, and then, and then it does force you to do that. So I know that sometimes we wait for those and we do feel some sort of relief when there is like a more medical explanation or something that we can tell ourselves and something that we can tell other people is going on with us. Because if we are wiped like it just feels like everybody's wiped so if i tell somebody oh i'm tired i'm feeling burnt out i have compassion fatigue i'm feeling exhausted today like people just don't take that with the same weight as oh i have a sore back won't be able to we really do put the emphasis in our on in our culture on the physical and we need to be taking this holistic approach and looking at it all together. So here are my tips for you. Okay. So in order to cope with the somatic symptoms and kind of let them out, let your emotions out and experience them on a regular basis versus letting it build up and essentially making it come to that. Like the idea is to not let it have to get to the point where it has to express itself physically. That's how I see it anyways, is it's a build, 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 repress, 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 repress. And then it comes out in some other way. So in order to mitigate that, number one, I say, sit with your pain and discomfort, acknowledge it, give it a color, give it a name, give it a weight and by personifying these symptoms, you're separating yourself from the pain and remembering that you are not your symptoms, it's not your identity. Like you don't, you know, and we often do that, you know, take it on like, oh, I'm someone who has frequent headaches. Oh, I'm someone who feels nauseous often. We take that on. So first of all, let's not do that anymore. Um, Number two, examine your thoughts surrounding the discomfort. So what have you decided that your pain means about you? Because pain is neutral. Uh, it's It's just a messenger. We are the ones who add meaning to it. So sometimes we think, you know, if I have back pain, it means, oh, I'm out of shape. I used to be fit. I've let myself go. No wonder I have back pain. I can't do anything like I used to. And it just spirals. And then it creates feelings inside our bodies. Then you feel like shit about yourself. And then that influence how it influences how you behave and it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So now, because you believe all these thoughts about yourself, you are literally telling yourself, I have back pain. I'm out of shape. I can't do this. Now you're not going to do it, right? Then we don't even try. You've already made the decision. And then, so number three is set the bar higher. So this goes along with number two, and it's that once you've identified these thoughts that might be holding you back or might not be serving you anymore, try shifting them. So just a more gentle approach. Like, yes, I have back pain, and I will try walking on a more regular basis. Yes, my stomach feels nauseous, and... I will still try and spend time with friends and I will come up with a backup plan. You know, uh, here's a time that I'm gonna leave at, or here's how I can get a ride home if I don't feel well while I'm out, um, or when I have a headache or whatever it is. Number four, and I'll go over all of these, I'll sum them up at the end, um, attach an emotion to it. So when sitting with your pain and discomfort, honestly sit with it, close your eyes for a second, Feel into the pain and ask yourself, if this symptom could talk, what would it tell me? And maybe you have more than one symptom. What would it tell me? What emotion would it have? Just listen to whatever comes up. Don't judge it. And judgment might look like, you know, say anger is the emotion that comes up for you when you ask yourself like, oh, there's a lot of tension in my neck. What emotion comes up for me? What would my neck tension and pain and discomfort tell me? And it's anger that comes up. Don't start judging it and saying, oh, but like there's wars happening. And like some people don't have enough food on the table or warm clothes. And how dare I feel angry? Just let it be. Just you you can feel angry. Yes, all that is happening and it's absolutely disgusting and horrifying. And you're also a human on this earth and you can feel anger. So just listen to whatever comes up, no judgment. Okay. Um, And I think that's huge and that will literally take a weight off. Like sometimes pain just needs to be acknowledged. Like, you know, think about if you have a child, like your five year old skins their knee falling off their bike. Sometimes they just need like sometimes they need actual medical attention, like some some polysporin on there and a band-aid. And sometimes it literally just Scared them, and maybe there isn't even a mark, or like a little bit of skin came off, and they just need your love and attention to kiss it better and say, Are you okay? or laugh about it together and say, Oh my gosh, that was scary. I hope you're okay. This is why we wear a helmet and just like learn a lesson about it, right? And that's the same thing for us as adults. Maybe we need to learn a lesson from some of the pain that we're experiencing emotionally maybe we need to get medical care. Maybe we need to laugh about it and and move on. Or maybe we just need to say, Hey, are you okay? No. All right, let's take a rest. Let's do this. Let's switch things up. So I think it's really important to just ask, just ask what's going on. And my last tip for you to cope with somatic symptoms is to take actionable steps. So look at your calendar. Where do you need to schedule in time for yourself? Um, Where can you just say fuck it and give something up or add something in that's been on your mind and that will make your life better? These are ways to support yourselves. Sometimes the resistance that we feel in our bodies and the discomfort in our bodies is a reflection of the resistance in our minds. So, Why I say look at your calendar is because we have things blocked off in there and we sometimes get that tunnel vision and think that it's the be all end all and we get stuck and rigid in that. So where can you be flexible and either take things out that aren't serving you or add things in that would serve you better? So those five coping skills are number one, sitting with your pain and discomfort, Two, examine your thoughts surrounding the discomfort. You know, what does that mean about you? What have you decided that it means about you? Number three, set the bar higher. Shift those thoughts. Attach an emotion to it. We'll ask those good questions. What emotion would this have? Non judgmental about it. Number five, take actionable steps. What can you do to support yourself? Add things in or take things out? Okie dokie, you got this. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this clears things up. And yeah, I want to remind you that there are so many ways in which we can express our emotions and experience them. You can talk to people. You can move your body, you can do yoga, you can do a stillness practice, journaling. It's so important that we just dive in there and acknowledge the journey that we've been on. Like I said, even if things are wonderful and you're like, I have a freaking awesome life uh, and my body is just in pain, you know? I'm just someone who has frequent migraines. Um, I would still say, like, Use this holistic approach and look into, you know, some letting, letting things out because guaranteed there are things going on under the surface, um, that we might not be practiced enough yet in recognizing. So take the time to do that and just sit with yourself. Alrighty, my loves, I hope you have an amazing weekend and I will see you on Monday with an interview. It's going to be freaking awesome. I'm so excited for you to hear it. And yeah, so have a great weekend. Try practicing some of these five skills and we'll chat soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, you know, you're picking up what I'm putting down. It would mean the world to me if you took a screenshot of this episode, shared it with your girlfriends, your mom, your sister, your aunt, whoever you think needs to hear this. And also give the show a rating on whatever platform you're listening to it on because that helps other people find the show as well. So love you lots. I'm happy that you're here. And as always, fuel up my loves.